Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, it is Wednesday, which means it's hump day. It's going to get a little weird around here, but no worries. Julia's here to keep both Lori and myself in line. Let's have Honestly. a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> really, I do. You two dirty people that I work with. My God, hump day. Happy hump day, guys. Uh, Julia, this is you dirty bowling? about humping. Nothing dirty yeah, about it. We through traffic. We hump around the grocery store. We... Hump in the clubs. In the clubs, that's right. Humping is as American as it gets. Right? It is. It feels darn right. Ball me out today. I know. We've been broken. I know. We've been Seriously. broken. And now this weather feels warm. 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 Really warm. I don't even have a coat, just a sweatshirt yeah, today. Right. Isn't that? It's so funny. It's winter's magical little trick. It mm-hmm. plays on us, people in the Northland, and makes... Uh, where it's good. other people would say, oh, that's so cold. And we're like, oh, not after minus 10. It's no, not 30. It's, it's, it's nice. It's yeah. very, very nice. And yes, I am bowling tonight. I oh. see you've got a bowling. I got the bowling shirt on. Yep. How, I, you also, did. I also want to give a shout out. If you can donate blood, please I have that. donate blood. Yes. They, it is it's critical a critical situation. The Red Cross, if you donate through the Red Cross, you they're they're actually sending a couple of people to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah you get, entered to win. Here's what they said um, in Minnesota and the Dakotas, the spokesperson. I've been with the Red Cross for 20 years and I've never seen anything like this. It's truly a crisis. Mm-hmm. The Red Cross, which supplies 40 percent of the nation's blood, tries to keep a five day supply in hand at all times. Right now, they have less than a one day. Wow. Yeah. So if you are and they said they're having to make choices like who gets the blood now at the hospital when people need it so if you can do it they really this they've been pleading but they've been now they're really begging i mean so it's 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 a historic low due to pandemic and staffing for uh, shortages you can go to redcrossblood.org or mbc which stands for memorial blood centers.org to make an appointment and I've talked to a couple of people who were regular givers of blood, and they have assured me that I can do this because I, I have O negative blood, right? Which is the holy grail. Yeah, and I of think blood. I have O positive. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's the universal yeah. blood donor. But anybody's yeah. blood. Some people are doing platelets, and my friend was just like, "Because it's so easy. It's so much easier than it used to be." Is it? Yeah, I have PTSD from when I did it for actual cash, cash in college yes, and would yes, faint, and I my understand. my veins yeah. would collapse. But I'm a unique situation, right? Um, so we just like could need to do it. Maybe yeah. step up for a lot of uh, Every- 
our elderly yeah. people who, were who like usually the, do it that's and right. aren't going out because of the COVID That's right, Julia. Stuff. All right. So just, I think this is something we can do. I, th- I think it is. You know, like if you find yourself, I, you don't do much in the way of volunteering. It's yeah. good blood. Yeah. And you could help out because it's urgent. Okay. Really urgent. And um, also, you guys, we had a... Another notable oh, person geez. pass away, no. Clyde Bellacourt, who is one of the most important leaders in uh, the history of the American Indian struggle for civil rights, passed away at his home at the age of 85 from cancer. And He's from Minnesota, right? Because I saw this ticker across the um, Good Morning America tape this morning. Uh, he was the one who led the protests when the Atlanta Braves came here, when the Washington oh, yes. football. He, I remember that he guy. He would get people. There you go. Um, very, you know, he's got quite a quite a life story in BuzzFeed and a lot of other, not just the Star Tribune and Pioneer Press are running stories on him, but there's a lot of people remembering what, what he and his brother Right. And so okay. he's 80, 85 and I uh, just decades on Indian rights. So right. that that's a that's a big loss in 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 the world of uh you know civil rights leadership. He was just kind of a cool cool guy, you know, that really stood up and Yeah. So while we're standing up over here for getting some blood donations, Clyde was doing the real heavy Heavy lifting, you know, we're doing our heavy lifting with watching our TV shows and being excited about the SAG nomination. No, and you know, I'm on the Memorial Blood Drive Center mm-hmm. uh, to give blood, and um, it looks really easy to do, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, you can search by zip code to see what's close to you. It's right down the street from us. Yeah, it is. It's Memorial we Blood. We worked with them. Like, we did. We what's your type? Radio. We did a promotion with them. Is that what it was? Yeah, what's your type? So people could know. Yep. Uh, things that hurt more than giving blood, untangling holiday lights. Is, uh, oh. They have a thing every day about all the things that are more painful than, than donating blood. Isn't that true? And finding the one light bulb that doesn't work so the whole chain can start up again. That I spend hours doing that this year. Right. Yeah. All right. We can do it. All right. So... Um, uh, I have to ask you, um, are you caught up on Yellow Jackets, Grant? I have not, no. My buddy who I watch it with is actually coming over after work tonight to watch the most recent episodes. Okay. So, the finale Sunday. Sunday, yeah. So he's going to come over Sunday, but we're going to watch. He comes over every Sunday. Couldn't make it over. The this- buzz around this show on Showtime has risen to a dull roar because people have discovered it's a weekly show, you know. It's building momentum, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it it really has. It tells the story of this high school hawker, soccer team that's stranded in the woods in 96, after the plane carrying them to na- to nationals crashes. But the opening episode of Yellow Jackets shows basically... The opening scene. Scene, the opening okay. scene. Okay. It shows this unidentifiable girl attempting and failing to avoid eerie animal skin-clad pursuers through a snowy wilderness. And then the rest of the season jumps back and forth between the prologue and the aftermath. And you don't, you kind of, is it like cannibalism? But we go back and forth between current time. So every actress has a young person playing her at 17, 18, and then the older. And Juliette Lewis is in it, and Christine Ricci. She's fantastic. It's it's wild. I have it. I have it on tape. I yeah. haven't watched a one. Yeah, you're. You're. I think. I think. That I think I like would. That. I you think would. I, yeah, you would like this one. People, it's getting more and more buzz, buzz as it's gone on because again, you know, sometimes it's harder for like a 
a show that just drops once a week to build, to build the momentum because people don't binge it and they're like, oh my gosh, it's the best thing ever. Now yeah. people are ready to talk about what in the hell happened in the woods because we're finding out in this last Sunday night's episode took us right to the edge and we're, we have one more episode. Oh, I'm excited. It's been renewed for a season two already. Oh, it has? Yeah, that was that was determined about... Halfway through the oh, season, okay. there's so much hype on it that they've already decided to for sure bring it back for season two. So. Good actors in it. The women yeah, are also the good. Melanie Linsky. Linsky, love her. Oh, she was Rose in Two and a Half Men, mm-hmm. but she's the polar opposite of that character, and she does a great job of like being this. Mis- you just don't know how to read her. No. You know, you really don't know how to read her. All these women, because it's coming up on the 20 year anniversary, and so all these outlets kind of want to talk to them, and then there's, it's really a. It's, a mind it's something of a okay. Show. Yeah, all right. Pretty good. pretty good. It's not too creepy where it'll creep no. you out. It's it's a it's an even line of mystery and a little bit of creepy. And it's great to see Christina Ricci, Ricci and Juliet Lewis. Yeah, Juliet Lewis. But you got to admit, Christina Ricci is kind of like acting, tearing it up, tearing it up, just like the manager from White Lotus. Like yes. all my attention is on Christina Ricci. You're oh, right funny. All right, yeah. gosh, we haven't seen. I haven't seen her in anything forever. Well, she had to be real happy to have taken this role. Yeah. They filmed it in Vancouver. Like yep. everything is filmed in Vancouver. Right. It yep. Seems like. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Thanks for hanging out with us, Grant. We did it. Julie and I have our scheduled dates for blood donation. Yes. I'm scared to death. We're scared. We're scared about I it. Fa- I, th- I'm not good at this. But yeah, but we, we haven't done it in so long. Yep. You know, it was, we, we have to do it. I know. We it's have been to a while it, for me, too. I can't I'll even look at it. a needle. No, I, I know. I, I mean, me I'm, too. But oh. whatever. Yeah, we need to do, because I don't do enough voluntary. So that's good. We got good it. Good for you guys. We got it. And you know that they're used to getting older people because the year of birth started at 1915. <laughs> <laughs> and went forward instead of, tw- you know. It usually starts at 2020. Yeah. And we scroll back. And you scroll back and you scroll back. This one started. We're talking about the blood crisis. Says they yeah. are really, if you have an opportunity to donate, um, do. just yeah. go to um, Memorial Bank. It's mbc.org and that's... Um, or redcrossblood.org yes. if you're jonesing for those Super Bowl tickets. And is it Red Cross? Red Cross yeah. is Oh, thank you, because I giveaway. already thought of who I would send. Yeah, all right, no doubt. Well, the SAG nominations, it's our story we can't get enough of. We're going to talk about the movie nominations first, and then we'll do TV, because it's the actors nominating the actors, and... What's interesting about the Screen Actor Guild Awards is that it is a big deal. I mean, last year, the nominees for SAG Acting Awards in the Oscar category predicted 20 of the nominations. So you think about half of the people they nominated are going to be nominated for the Oscars. For the Oscars. Now, Screen Actor Guild Award only nominates five ensemble casts in a movie. Right. Five different choices. The uh, the Academy Awards has ten, so there's yes. more flexibility there. But the it was just I looked at the list and I was like really excited about it. And Fran Drescher is our new SAG after president. Oh, yes, she nice. is. And um, you know, so this is her her first year. And I was um, Roger Friedman let us know a little history happened with this uh, nominations today. Is it for the first time since 1999, two actresses have been nominated for playing the same person? Jennifer Hudson was nominated for oh. Respect, playing Aretha, and in Cynthia, the movie, 
in the movie and Cynthia Revo for respect or genius Aretha on TV. Wow. And that hasn't happened since Kate Blanchett got nominated for Queen Elizabeth one in Elizabeth the same year Judy Dench was playing Queen Elizabeth one in Shakespeare and Love and ended up winning. Oh, that is a good little factoid, Laurie. Yeah. And of course, Jennifer Hudson and Cynthia Revo are old you know, associates of each other. They starred together in the revival of the musical The Color Purple. Right. On Broadway. And they were each nominated for Tony Awards, a Revo one. Okay. Um, and so it's two great ladies, uh, two great performances. I mean, I thought Jennifer Hudson, I mean, I said yesterday, that was my one nomination I wanted to make sure happened. Oh, yeah. She's I know, because so you, you have to see and that you movie. Got it. The other one, well, okay, so let's just. Some other movies. Some, all right, so here are the movies, um, performances by a cast in motion pictures. So Belfast. I mean, Belfast, we've heard about. I have no people who have seen it and loved it. Okay. I have not seen it. It's because it's 20 bucks. you got to pay yep, for it Yeah, that's now. why. That mm-hmm. is exactly it. Mm-hmm. The second one is Coda, which was on Apple Plus, and it's children of adult, of deaf adults. Yeah. Fantastic. Great. Did you, you see that, Grant? No, but you guys both did, didn't oh, you? Yeah, yeah you were big it. fans of that. Yep. Yeah. Now, the third one that kind of makes me laugh is Don't Look Up. But the Montana crew all saw it and loved it, uh-huh. which I did not expect at all. We didn't. No, I shut it off halfway through. Right. Not, not even halfway. Some people really surprised people, you. One of my kids liked it. If you don't like satire right. and over the top. Yeah, not me. That's This is not going to be your movie because that's what it is. None of us liked it out of the three of us. Yeah. So that's us. I know that's Donna us. fell asleep too. Yeah, <laughs> House of Gucci, which is the house of many accents. This it's, is surprising it's, to me. It's very oh, surprising so that this, this is... got nominated because it's an okay movie. Right. You know, but it's not a great movie. Right. It means other movies didn't make it. And then King Richard. Which is a lovely, good movie. Good movie. Lovely movie. Lovely, yeah. lovely movie. So, you know, yeah, we've got a, you know, there. Uh, yeah, I know. Okay, so outstanding performance by a male actor. Um, now, you know, we love reading Celeb Bitchy. Yep. And here's what Kaiser at Celeb Bitchy writes. Um, I, am I missing something? Being the Ricardos was so bad. Giving an award nomination to anyone involved in that tragedy is a complete joke. And here we are, both Nicole and Javier Bardem are nominated. nominated. And I'm like, what is even happening? Well, we I, I I we haven't seen it, and I just am torn. I about tried. It. Oh, I tried. You I did. Tr- I oh, it's. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Remember, we were kind of worried about it. Beyond well, I never. My people were worried that Nicole was cast. That didn't yeah. ever bother me. Right. I just it's what it's about. I don't. Yeah. It's if. I have a couple of friends who hated it, and I know a couple of people who loved it. And Chris Hewitt loved it. Yeah. You know, from the Star Tribune. So, so I, Javier Bardem got it for being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which I have to go back and finish because I, Casey left me on the Netflix ledge. That's yeah. a Netflix movie after about 45 minutes. That's the you, one with the unique ending, right? That everybody's talking about. Yeah, yeah but kind it's, of the cowboy. It's the cowboy. He's a crabby guy yeah, and better to homophobic, yeah. and maybe because he's gay himself. Yeah. Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. I don't want to see this movie. Okay, and this is Am the movie about movie? the guy who wrote the musical Rent. Yeah, who died very young. I he died the day before it opened. That's up. right. Really? That's right. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, Andrew Garfield just won a Golden Globe that no one knew about right. or heard about, and he didn't react to, but he, um, I don't know if, you know, people loved, I don't know, call us, give us your thing, if because we're talking about right now three things we haven't seen. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> to weigh in. Will Smith nominated for Kim King Richard. That is like, he's fantastic in that. Yes. And I haven't seen Denzel in The Tragedy of Macbeth. But- and again, it's another thing we don't want to see because... Eh, Shakespeare. Yeah. I, I really, this is a tough. I'm putting my all my love behind Will Smith for King Richard. I like where your head's at. Yeah. I, it took I, me a minute to get there, but I like where your head's at. I yeah. agree with you 100%. And okay. again, and basically it's because we've seen none of the other ones and That's don't true. want to. That's right. That's <laughs> this right. is really good. This is good. Good shallow reason. Good shallow. <laughs> really? Now, in outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. And I just saw that. And I've heard she's amazing. She Andrew is, Garfield's in that. She is. And she she's good. I just didn't like the movie. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Then Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter. Has anyone seen that? Started watching it. Casey left me on the Netflix ledge. <laughs> okay. I just I'm, can't. I'm a half hour into this movie being filmed in Greece and I'm kind of <laughs> liking it, but it's slow and it's it, going slow. Right. And then Lady Gaga for House of Gucci, Jennifer Hudson for Respect, Yay, and Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos. But they left somebody off, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Yeah, she was Lady Diana. Yeah, That's people people were category. surprised by that one. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. Who do we have? Grant? Who do we have? We've got Margaret. She saw Tick Tick Boom. How you doing, Margaret? Hi, Margaret. Margaret, oh. are you going to make us go see this? We just have no desire or watch it on streaming. Oh my gosh, it was fabulous. It, it was. was. I watched it on screen on streaming and. Julia, I think you would love it. The music is awesome. It's a musical. Um, Garfield does a great job. I cried at the end. Really? I it was fabulous. Yeah. Okay. I it was great. Then right. thank you. So then we, I, we will go back. We're going to okay. give in. Okay. We're going to give okay. in. And we're going to watch was... that based on your recommendation. Okay. I can okay. watch then, that yeah, one. Talk about it and see what. And I want to see if you agreed with me. Okay. okay. All right. We'll do okay. it. Thanks thank for the call. Okay. Thanks for hanging out with us. And then uh, Ben Affleck and Bradley Cooper got uh, a nod for supporting in Tender Bar and Licorice Pizza. So that means two good-looking men are going to be at the award show. Now let's just take it to our shallow lever yeah, because you didn't like because you supporting. didn't like Tender Bar. No, Licorice Pizza people like yep. so so. Yep. 
All right, it's well, a we'll, tough group of things. We'll come back because yes. we have the TV things to discuss, and we've got one more outstanding performance by a female actor in the supporting role. We'll see how many of those movies we've seen. We've got a lot of work to do. It's Wednesday. We're talking SAG nominations, and maybe we're talking to somebody. We've got a Some special guest actually is coming in here. Let's say hi to him real quick. How you doing, Jason? Hello. I am calling in from my annual uh, call to Lori and Julia from <laughs> Lori's favorite place, the Pink Lady, the Pink Palace, mm-hmm. the one, the only, the Royal Hawaiian. Oh, aloha, oh. darling. We've been following you on social, and it just looks like you're having the best trip. Ever. Aloha, ladies. Aloha. What's the temperature? Set the scene for us. Well, it is a steamy 82 degrees out. <laughs> uh, not a cloud in the sky. It's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, Jason, be very careful if you go up the North Shore and try and do any surfing. They're having huge waves. Um, Lori, the gays don't surf. I just, I just you know, don't. We don't, we don't pay for danger. We don't pay for danger. Yeah. Have you ever tried? Julia. No. I know. No. I'll repeat what I said. I know, yeah, but it's fun. I, it, okay, but I get it. Okay, back to your statement. The yeah. gays don't surf. Yeah. I'll stop right there. We don't, That's right. we don't pay for danger. I'm not <laughs> renting anything that will put me in danger or that could possibly make me look like a plump seal. That's right. I did did watch a segment on your show this week, Jason, where you were learning how to roller skate. I'm not roller skate. Ice skate. Ice skate. Ice skate. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what... I, why I was so excited to call is, you know, you guys have been here a bazillion times and I'll, every time I call in uh, on these trips, I always give due credit to, uh, my queen, Lori Bargini. Mm -hmm. She was the one that literally, uh, planned our honeymoon, uh, (laughs) almost 10 years ago. Wow. What's extraordinary, what's extraordinary about this visit is, and I will send you a picture. I'll, I'll put it on social too. Just search for Jason Matheson is right before we got here, they had seven straight days of rain. Seven. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, very so, unusual. So the very unusual, and so Diamond Head, uh, which is very much the centerpiece and and the defining figure of the of the coastline, is usually um, a mix of brown and green. You guys, it is the most beautiful, lush green you will oh, ever wow. see Diamond Head because of that rain. Wow. It is stunningly beautiful. It's stunning. Oh. Is it um, yeah. is it busy there? Or would you say it's like it's January, so it's not super busy? It's not super busy. Mm-hmm. Great question. It's um, you know, we've been here at various times. We usually come in the summer. Um, we just missed from all of the servers because you know we we make friends with the bartenders. I know <laughs> that shocks anyone, but right. um, uh, yeah, um, they said that we just missed the holiday crowd. Yeah. Um, because we got we got here on Saturday and we're leaving on Saturday, but um, yeah, we just missed it, and I just felt so bad. Can you imagine? You do a once in a lifetime trip to Hawaii, and it rains for the entire duration of your trip. I had I felt so so bad for those people. Yeah, it, well, um, it does happen, but you are in Paris of the Pacific. I mean, Waikiki is just it's so gorgeous. Yeah, it's just. Jason, it's, it's that happened to me and, once when I took my my family. We went and it rained. Did you go in oh, January? Really? Oh no, we went. I don't can't remember the March, but mm-hmm. the month. But it rained. It was during spring break for the mm-hmm. boys, and I'm just like, how is this possible? We're in paradise. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. paradise. It's paradise yeah, we, we there. Climbed diamond. 
we climbed Diamond Head this morning, and oh, um, nice. the mother-in-law is with us. And we kept telling her that there was a Bud Light factory at the top of the hill <laughs> uh, to get her to go up. <laughs> um, are you going to get to the Holly Kalani for hula and coconut cake and 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 cocktails and poo poos? Um. Well, Lori, of course. Okay. Uh, I know that's another. <laughs> they just reopened. That is, we're going to we're going to the North Shore tomorrow. Oh, nice. Um, today, yeah. Today is kind of our beach day. Um, another beach day. And then, uh, yeah, we're heading there, to, uh, I believe, on Friday. Yeah. Um, and we're actually snorkeling, too. And I, again, hashtag don't pay for danger, but um, we will snorkel. And I'm doing it only because I love my father-in-law. But yeah, that's it. I, yeah. That's yeah. how but I feel about snorkeling. Stunning. I only want to snorkel, like, off of the back of a boat so I can climb back into something. I hate swimming way, way out. And then you go, oh, my gosh, I'm so far away. I know, and then you're basically, it's like, oh, look, there's a fish. Okay, get me back in the boat. <laughs> you guys are so bad. Yeah, look. You too. Yeah, it's like, uh, You too. <laughs> Lori and I, we're the exact same. Lori. You are. It's just like, great. Oh, look, there's an orange fish. Where's the vodka? Yeah. <laughs> you are, yeah. you too. They yeah. got plenty of tanks in the yeah. restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If I want to see fish, I'll go to Petco. I don't oh, need you're just, so just, funny. Where's, where's my luck? Where's my lava flow? Just give me that. It's fine. I don't. I don't need to exit the boat because it's farther away from the bartender on the boat, the shirtless bartender on the boat. I yeah. love it. But, and I think they have a rule. There is absolutely. There are no homely people here. No. I really this this trip more than any. Mm-hmm. I think they are checking people at the airport because we have not seen <laughs> one unattractive person. It's the gift. It's it the, the gift. Hawaiian aloha. And I love oh. the Royal Hawaiian. That's just such a beautiful place to stay. Well, and and Laura, I say I'll wrap this up by saying the same thing. And, and Laura, you know this, and I make a joke that we make friends with the bartender. But as I'm, you know, I'm looking at the legendary Mai Tai bar now. What's great, yeah, the property is beautiful, but it's the employees. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking at my friend Cheryl, who's been here 30 yeah. years, yeah. And, there's, and there's another bartender, Susan, who's been here 40. It's the people that make these places, and I, I always write a post when we're done, because I hope these big corporations realize that. It's it the is. People. It's, it's, yes. Yeah, it really is. That can make a vacation, and I hope they, they are appreciated by these big corporations. Oh, so. the, the woman who plays, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but it was the longtime hula person at the Holly Kalani. I mean, she's danced there for years. People come from all over the world to see her show, and it's like a perfect Hawaiian happy hour time because it's like, you know, four to seven or five to eight, right. something like that. So. It's just, yeah. and then you've got Diamond Head. Now that's looking lush and green. I mean, that'll be fabulous on Friday. Yeah. Oh, it's so, uh, I thought of you immediately. It's just, I'm looking at it now. It's just, it, it, I'll probably never see it this green again. It's just absolutely stunning. So, well, I just wanted to call from the Pink Palace and say Pink? I miss well, you. Well, we miss you. I always I always think of you two when I'm here, so I, I had to do my usual call-in. Well, thank you, and we can't wait to go to Lush uh, when you're back. Yes. And um, yes. we're very excited for you guys yeah. at that place. Yeah, the drag brunches start in January, so okay. come at the end of January. I'll be back, and uh, we'll have some cocktails. Okay, yeah. okay perfect. Good, Jason. Thank Sounds you. like all we do is drink around here. Mahalo. <laughs> it does. We Mahalo don't. We have aloha. cocktails, girl. Aloha. 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 All right. Thanks. How fun. Yeah, oh, I remember when you went on that. Oh, remember? J- Grant, I went you on. You have a bad it, weather. Oh, I, I sometimes with travel, it's just not good.
It is not. You need to come with and counterbalance. Yeah, but yeah. I we went in the first day, and it's like here we are. Here we are. So on an we went trip, a very expensive trip, a once in a lifetime. Yep. It took us so many hours to fly here. Right, and, and it's um, raining, and it's <laughs> raining. No. Oh no! It was, and well, we learned how to surf in the rain. We did everything in the rain. Yeah, yeah. we had some nice days, but not really, not consistently. No, and I when the, we rented the mopeds with the boys, that was when their smiles just turned up so big because they could drive motorized vehicles, and I was scared to death. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a way to any kid's heart. Oh, anything, anything with, with a motor, motor is, I know. Yeah, that's the way to, or you know, a BB gun, right? Exactly, <laughs> or a laser gun. Yeah. yeah. Now let's just get back to the SAG Awards for yeah. one quick second. Okay. Yellowstone got nominated in the best drama category for, for TV shows. Good. That's a first. Yeah. And, and here's what happens: hasn't been nominated for anything. Really? The Emmys. Golden Globes, SAG wow. Awards, nothing. With and the viewership here, that they have, that's surprising. No, it, it's it's about the so these awards are actors nominating actors, mm-hmm. and here is what um, Tyler Sheridan, the co-creator of Yellow, Yellowstone, said about his nomination: "There's no bigger compliment to an actor than being recognized by their peers." Congratulations to our incredibly talented cast and this wonderful and well-deserved nomination. I tweeted Kevin Costner this morning and Jennifer Hudson. Those are my two people I Kevin, I had to tweet yes. to. But the other shows they're up against, Succession, Yellowstone, better than that. Squid Game, ooh. Yeah. Uh, the Morning Show and The Handmaid's Tale. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a Squid Game or, or Yellowstone. I agree. I, hope I so. agree. Because and Squid the other Game. shows are all in like their third or fourth yeah. or whatever season. Um, it, but I do love that the Squid Game, the the young woman, and then the guy who's the main lead, they both got nominated, and that made some history because it's never they've never had an, an English dubbed show be nominated for, for a best script. drama, best yeah. TV show. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And I love that Billy Crudup got some love. Same. It's not just Jennifer Aniston. She, for the but, morning show. He's so good he's on that show. Stealer. And he really is. got nominated. But in a lot of these acting categories, people are up against other people. Like in Ted Lasso and the women's comedy, Juno Temple and Hannah Waddingham. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of people canceling Reese Weatherspoon out. against Jennifer Aniston, but that happened last time and Jennifer won when we were there. But like, best performance by a male actor in a drama series. Brian Cox, the dad Succession. of Succession. Kieran Culkin, Succession. And Jeremy Strong. That's great. So it comes down to Billy Crudup or the uh, Squid Game guy. I, I would, think they're going to cancel I each really other's hope out. Billy wins instead of the Squid Game guy. Okay. Because Billy... I don't think he's ever won one. Yeah, and Stephen, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short are going up against each other in a comedy oh, series. That's yep. cool. For Only Murders in the Building, Jean Smart is a double nominee. She got nominated for Female Actor in a TV Comedy for Hacks, and she's up against Kane Winslet. And Mayor Winningham, in, or whatever it's called. In uh, Mayor Town. And they're mm-hmm. not in a supporting, just female actor in a television movie. So it's... Uh, it's there's a lot of exciting nominations. Michael Keaton got nominated for Dopesick, as oh. did you and McGregor for Halston. Yeah, um, and Evan Peters, and then a Murray Bartlett, he of Pooping in a Suitcase from White Lotus. Yes, the I White hope. Lotus. Oh, I loved that. Character. You guys, I know he so could get an award funny. for doing that. For just doing that. Act. I quit that show. Oh, oh. that show you, was wild. We got some more love for Tick Tick Boom from some people that listen oh, on good. our app. Okay, we have. 
We did have one caller. I think it was name was Tree. She said, "I wish I had my two hours back for Tick Tick Boom." So oh, so why? we did have one caller Wait, call people in. People really the break. have different the show that got snubbed by the SAG Awards or quote unquote snub, and I'll use that lightly in in honor of Donnie Love, who never okay. liked the word snub. But West Side Story got nothing except for one Best Supporting Actor. Disney has got to be bumming. Yeah. Now, West Side Story will probably get technical stuff from the Oscars, but I'm telling you that Ansel Elgort wrecked that movie. Gosh, you're so funny. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, all right, we got to go. It is uh, When we come back, oh my gosh, I don't know why she did this other than that she, I guess she's got a book to sell. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, last year, it was about last year this time, we learned that Jamie Lynn Spears, younger sister of Brittany Jean Spears, had decided to write a memoir, and it was pretty much a mess from day one. Yeah. It really was, and a whole lot of people thought she was attempting to exploit the attention her sister was getting during the con- uh, conservatorship battle, especially since the original title of her tell-all was an iconic Brittany Spears lyric. More self-aware person might have realized that pushing a tell-all on the heels of Britney's situation, getting out of it, might feel a tad tacky. But as we know, self-awareness is not a situation that be is in the Spears family. We can't consider it a strong suit. No, that family you can't. Yeah, consider, in that no. family, and so she made a stop on Good Morning America. Um, Juju Chang with Juju Chang, and yesterday, Tuesday night. I guess it was. Um, so maybe yesterday morning, mm-hmm. GMA dropped a little teaser trailer. And Britney's Insta um, was a very old 1930s typewriter and a bunch of roses. And it said, um, should I start at the beginning or something like this? You right. know, obviously right, right, telling right. the story. Right. So, And people were like, oh, this is about this GMA Thing And she really hasn't done anything today except a picture of herself just pensively looking in the camera. But I, I struggled whether or not we should play any of the um, audio, audio from the interview. Yeah, only because I, I, I did not I didn't want to have Brit, have Jamie Lynn extol how supportive she's been of Britney, which contradicts what Britney herself has said publicly. And just remembering that really all she's trying to do at the end of the day is sell a book that is being released two months after the conservatorship ended. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to even play any of it because I didn't want to help her sell any books. But Grant, we decided we'll play a little of it. Yeah. Do we want to go with the the conservatorship comments? Yeah, let's Let's start with with that. that one. Okay. What was your reaction when the conservatorship was dissolved? I was happy. I was, first off, I don't understand when it was put into place, I was 17 year old. I was about to have a baby, so I didn't understand what was happening, nor was I focused on that. I was focused on the fact that I was a 17 year old about to have a baby. I understand just as little about it then as I do now. You talked in the book about um, the role that you were asked to play in the conservatorship. There was a time where my sister asked me of her trust and will if I would be the person who was sure that her boys got what they needed, whether she's in a conservatorship or not. That was a very normal thing, I thought. Once I realized that, you know what, she's in a conservatorship, I felt like I just didn't want to be a part of until maybe she was out of the conservatorship. So there was no, like, me overseeing funds or something like that. And if that was, it was a misunderstanding. But either way, I took no steps to be a part of it. Jamie Lynn revealing for the first time she even tried to give the resources she needed to end the conservatorship. 
I've always been my sister's biggest supporter. So when she needed help, I set up ways to do so. Went out of my way to make sure that um, she had the contacts she needed to possibly go ahead and end this conservatorship and just end this all for our family. If it's going to cause this much discord, why continue it? So you didn't always agree with the conservatorship? It wasn't about agreeing with the conservatorship. Everyone has a voice and it should be heard. So if she wanted to talk to other people, then I did. I set that up. I even spoke to her legal team, who I, her legal team, previous legal team, and that did not end well in my favor. So I did take the steps to help, but how many times can I take the steps without, um, you know, she has to walk through the door. Okay. okay, so just that stop. right there <laughs> makes me so mad because she just talked around and around and around that. And oh, 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 I guess I just walked away. And I mean, it was such a lame, lame answer for her to give. It was like, well, Brittany didn't do enough. I mean, she just talked herself in circles. She did herself no favors well, with that. This is this is where, Lori. OK, so I I got caught up in the whole story of this young woman it was a scandal. She was 16 years old and pregnant. She was this don't, big... But, don't but, I, but I'm just telling you, yet. that's what I got caught up in. But isolating and listening to this part, because I did listen to this, and I thought, I did not take part in the conservatorship. I wanted nothing to do with it after my sister asked me to watch out for her kids. But then I decided, nope, I'm not going to be part of it. So that right there was very confusing. Very and confusing. Then, I want Brittany to go on Oprah and start taking people down, man, because well, that answer was just... It, it feels like... It feels like it, when I got done watching that interview, I felt like Jamie Lynn Spears was trying to uh, push the narrative that the media pushed around her. And she's like, well, you know, my sister is paranoid and, and neurotic and erratic. And, you know, you, I, but I don't want to speak to her state of mind. I'm like, OK, but you just did. Mm-hmm. I mean, she con- I don't know. I felt she contradicted uh, herself. Oh, I agree. I agree with that. And. And whoever styled her was doing her dirty no, because and, she looked terrible. And really, it sounds, and just a little more background about that family, is that that dad has been a drunk since day one and has treated those children horribly. Yeah, and she said he put her, locked her up someplace, you we know, have in a that. cabin. Do you we want, have that? Yeah, you okay. want to hear the cabin audio? All right. Why do you think it makes you emotional still all these years later? I just, like, thank God that I, like, you know... I, like, thank God I stood up for myself and, like, said exactly what I wanted. Eventually, Jamie Lynn says she was sent away to a remote cabin somewhere in the snowy northeast to avoid the news. No phone, no contact with the outside world for weeks. That time was, I felt, it felt like you're almost, like, suffocating. It was just, like, I can't, I, I felt, like, what was I going to do? I was a kid, and... Maybe this isn't my best interest, and maybe this is what I'm supposed to do because, of course, I don't want to be, you know, hounded by the paparazzi or the tabloids or allow them to control my narratives, but it felt like I was really being alienated. Why is she even talking? And she wonders why Brittany had reason to feel paranoid. She got locked up herself. I know. By her dad. There's, it's such a big disconnect. 
I don't know why she's talking, and it's because she's got a book to sell. Yeah, I know. And, someone, and that's really and, what it comes but down to. I think it's publisher pressure, too, Lori, because they agreed to this book before the conservative was even close to ending. Yeah, okay? yeah I know. So there's the timeline by the publisher that's already put in place. Right. And but, that, but she said, well, Brittany was erratic and paranoid, but I don't want to speak on her. And I'm like... I sort of say to mine, okay, well, you just said that, so you got that you out are. there. Right. And don't forget, Jamie Lynn, when you pulled a knife on strangers and ran over a cat with your Tesla. Remember that? Oh, oh, oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I, feel, I don't know. I, I just think... Uh, I, I, I think she had to do it, though, as part of the contract with that book. She had to do some publicity, did. but it did her no favors. None. No, it really didn't. And it made me realize how messed up that family is. The parents really were N.A. Please, Brittany, start at the beginning. Go on, Oprah. We need this. We're ready for it. We're ready for it, honestly. Honestly.